How's it going, everybody, and welcome to Just Nobody's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yes, we are. If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button. We post every Friday on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Like I said last week, if it got 2,000 likes on the video, Daniel and I would get married at McDonald's. But currently, it's at 1,700 likes, so we haven't gotten there. But if this video gets 2,000 likes, Daniel and I will get married at McDonald's and we'll film it. McDonald's wedding. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the craziest Nickelodeon theories, all from our favorite childhood shows. So prepare for your childhood to be ruined. We're also going to talk about some Marvel theories and some urban legends about some real-life monsters that could be living near you. Let's get into it. Okay, so have you heard of the theory of how SpongeBob started? Okay, so three years ago, Screen Rant did a video, and they said that SpongeBob was actually the result of a nuclear test site. Okay, so we all know in the show that we see these fish, and they live like a human life, right? I mean, they literally drive cars in SpongeBob. Right, but the reason that they're able to do that is because the radiation from nuclear bombs mutated them. So there was an article back in 2018, right? And in the 1940s, the U.S. made like a, a nuclear bomb test site in the Pacific Ocean, and it was called Bikini Atoll. So the reason why they call it Bikini Bottom is because it's under Bikini Atoll. It's literally a place where they would test nukes. And the radiation is what mutated this fish. Oh, how weird. So Spongebob could be about like a real life story. Sandy, right? She's like, like a squirrel that went down and nobody knows right, really why she's there. But she's studying the aftermath of those bombs. She's studying the fish on how they mutated. Like she's always wearing the helmet, the fishbowl helmet. So she's never exposed to like... the. Exactly. It's like a hazmat suit. Yeah. She's never exposed. Even her house, remember like... There's like two or three doors you have to go through. Yeah. And it's like air sealed tight. Right. And you know in Bikini Bottom, like some of the buildings are like really like weirdly shaped. Like they don't look like they like were structured very well. Right. Like they're kind of like bent to the side and everything, right? Yeah. It's because those are the used bombshells. Oh my gosh. It makes sense, right? And now they're living in them. Exactly. Oh, how weird. Have you ever heard of the theory about SpongeBob and Squidward's relationship? Every time SpongeBob tries to talk to Squidward, Squidward's always like, get away from me. Like, I don't like you. Right. Right. Always super annoyed. Throughout the show, we don't really see Squidward hang out with like anyone alone in his house playing the clarinet. The theory is that SpongeBob realizes he's the closest thing that Squidward has to a friend. And that's why SpongeBob is always bothering Squidward to always check up on him. The only way to get close to him and make sure he's okay is to annoy him. And he chose to put his house by Squidward too. Exactly, exactly. It makes you feel like, oh, like, that's cool that Squidward has like a friend that cares about him. Right. Okay, but a while ago, remember I talked about the crazy theory about the secret formula. Dude, the Krabby was, Patty secret formula. That was such a crazy theory. It makes total sense. Okay, so for everyone who missed it on TikTok, right? Everyone has been wrong about the secret formula. Everybody thinks it's crab. But nobody questions why Mr. Krabs has a whale as a daughter. Yeah, it's always so weird to think about. Like, well, how did he end up with a whale daughter? Exactly, right? When you look at SpongeBob's parents, both of his parents are sponges. Patrick's parents are both sea stars. How, is, how does Mr. Krabs have a whale daughter? Mr. Krabs kidnapped Pearl and killed her parents and is using the parents' bodies for their whale meat to put in the Krabby Patties. Dude, after you told me this theory, it really like made me not like Mr. Krabs even more. Right. He's already not a likable character. He's not. He's really not. And this just really just... Tip the, the iceberg, man. Just go straight down. Yeah, because ne we, we never understand why he has Pearl as a daughter. Yeah. We never do. And we never see 
her mom. No, or her dad. We don't see any of them. Whales are huge. They are huge. They could last a long time. Oh, yeah. You could feed a whole village for a long time with one whale. Exactly. <laughs> There's no other crabs in Bikini Bottom, right? That's true. There's only Larry the Lobster. Oh, my gosh. There is. So, could you imagine Mr. Krabs wiped out all the crabs? Then he moved on to whales. Oh, my gosh. And nobody noticed. But they, he killed all the whales except Pearl. Everybody wonders, right, why does the chum bucket never get any business? Right? How could they be so bad? Chum is literally what they use to catch sharks. And chum is literally grounded up fish. So the, pe the reason why people are always getting sick and they don't like it is because he's literally giving them fish. It's cannibalism. That is just disturbing. So we know Karen the robot. Like, she's kind of sketchy, right? What if she's doing it behind Plankton's back? And she's like, trust me, I know how to run the business. But she's the one going out to collect the fish, and she's grinding them up without Plankton knowing. So a while back, I told Daniel this theory about fa the Fairly Odd Parents. Watch Mojo is a great channel. They did a video three years ago about this theory and how Timmy Turner is depressed, and Cosmo and Wanda is not actually there but instead is actually his antidepressant medication. The creator of Fairly Odd Parents actually duetted our video on TikTok when I talked about this. Yes, sir. So Cosmo represents a medication called Prozac and Wanda represents a medication called Zoloft and they're both antidepressants. So we never see Cosmo and Wanda just hanging out with Timmy. It's always when Timmy's in trouble and he needs help. So when everything's going wrong, that's when Cosmo and Wanda appear. Kind of like when you're depressed and you're having like anxiety and you're having anxiety yeah. attacks. What do you need? You need your antidepressants and your anti-anxiety medication. And that's why they show up right when Timmy needs it. Look at like the opening theme song, right? It starts with Timmy like all depressed in the school bus, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He comes home and who's waiting for him? Cosmo and Wanda. Right. They're like, we're here for you, buddy. What's crazy is when we see like Cosmo and Wanda, when they grant him too many wishes, Things get crazy, and they even tell him, like, Timmy, are you sure you want to do this? Like, this could be bad. Yeah. He's like, no, give it to me now. So, like, Cosmo represents Prozac, and it's actually a green pill. This is, like, why these shows are so great, because they could be, like, just hiding these messages and just waiting for someone to figure it out. So, a couple months ago, I told you a theory about iCarly. Mm -hmm. And for everyone that doesn't know the iCarly theory, so basically, Watch Mojo did a crazy video a couple years ago about how iCarly and Drake and Josh are actually in the same universe. So in Drake and Josh, there's a movie called Ick Glockma. I know it sounds crazy. <laughs> and in iCarly, there's also a movie playing called Ick Glockma. In Drake and Josh, there's a shoe company called Deka Shoes. Mm -hmm. And in iCarly, there's a shoe company called Deka Shoes. And Carly's actually trying to get a job for advertising at Deka Shoes. So you have two of the same companies from two different shows in the same universe. So Miranda Cosgrove is in both shows and Crazy Steve is also in both shows. Crazy Steve, man. So there's a theory that Crazy Steve from Drake and Josh actually killed all of Megan's family except and kept Drake alive and kept Megan alive, but killed everybody else because Crazy Steve always wanted to have a sister and he was always jealous of Drake and Josh and how they had like a relationship with their siblings. He actually brainwashes Drake and Megan changes Megan's name to Carly, takes her from San Diego and moves her to Seattle away from Drake. And what's even crazier, right? In one of the episodes of iCarly, literally, Drake Bell comes back and he walks in and all of a sudden he goes like, Megan, where's mom and dad? Like, where's everybody? And he's like confused. <laughs> Dude, like, they brought him back 
because he he started to regain his memory and he's trying to trying to figure out wait megan why are you here and why is your name carly the fact that they brought him back to say that yeah shows don't do that by mistake they don't try no. to like put things together like ick glockma and Danka shoes like no way yeah they don't put things that are like the same exact thing in two different shows and not say they're in the same universe right so drake and josh and i carly are in the same universe so i told you this already but there's a crazy theory that timmy turner is danny phantom they kind of look alike right they like kind of like the hair the obviously the animation is the same right right but it would make sense that timmy is just an older version and that's danny it's the same creator and butch hartman even said that it's super possible that timmy is danny phantom timmy is a 10 year old boy okay when kids turn 13 that's when their fairies have to leave them forever and they forget about them right the theory is that timmy found that out he he knew that he was gonna lose cosmo and wanda forever he wished that he would that they would change his entire life and he would live the life of a superhero and he would bring all of his friends with him wait that makes sense you know why because in the show right crimson chin is his like hero and he's a superhero, so Timmy's always wanted to become a superhero. If you look at Timmy's friends, right, he has AJ and Chester. Right. Right? AJ's super smart, and Chester's, like, kind of on the dumber kinda side. Kind of dumb. Kind of dumb. But then you look at Danny's friends, he has Tucker and Dash. Tucker is super smart, and Dash, not so much. And they look exactly like AJ and Chester just grown up. I know. They literally look at the same character. It's It's got to be the same character. 100%. They just look like they aged about, like, five years. Timmy's friend, Tootie. She has two floating ponytails and a plaid skirt. And then Paulina has black hair and always wears a pink shirt, right? Then you look at Danny's girlfriends, and he has Sam. Floating ponytail, plaid skirt. Right. right? That's so crazy. That's not a coincidence. There's no way. They got to be the same people. Paulina, black hair, always wears a pink top. And you know if the creator is saying it may be possible, it's definitely possible. Right, I mean, if, because if it wasn't, if it wasn't the case, right, he would just say, no, absolutely not. Like, that's not what my intention was. Like, that's not how I did it. Right, he would totally, de he would totally debunk it. But he literally made a YouTube video specifically on this. And, like, Timmy has a crush on one of the girls, right? And Danny has a crush on the same exact girl. They look the same. They look exactly the same. So it lines up like he would have a crush when he's younger and had the same crush when he's older. So this week we're lucky enough to have Nick DiGiovanni, who's actually the youngest Master Chef finalist and amazing guy. He actually graduated from Harvard and Ivy League school, which is crazy. The guy's a smart, he is smart a kid. Genius. Um, he's also a great businessman and he's huge on TikTok. He's like the biggest chef on TikTok. So what we did this week. I surprised Daniel with him. Yeah. And Nick has a crazy, like, fact about pizza. And I've, I still can't believe it. I feel like he, I totally was mind blown. He literally, yeah, he literally blew my mind. So you guys know, like, the tabletop, like, plastic piece that's in the middle of pizzas? And, like, what, what's the purpose for that? Like, we had yeah. no idea. I had no idea. I literally had no idea. See, for the longest time for me, I thought it was, like, to keep the box sturdy and, like, keep it safe or whatever. Yeah. But Nick blew my mind by this and basically what it's used for is that plastic tabletop is used to to like keep your pizza sanitary yeah. like sanitize like yeah. keep the germs away so instead of like pulling your pizza like like this and your hands touching the other piece right so it's like it's like 
making, you, yeah. it's kind of dirty. Yeah, like if you touch clothing. both, you should take both. Like right. that, that kind of thing. So what you do is you take the plastic top piece and you put it on the slice that you don't want, but you want to just push it so you can get like some leverage so you can pull your piece off without touching someone else's piece. It's literally genius. Yeah, and this blew my mind. So I found a crazy theory about the Hulk. In Endgame, right, we see Hulk. Hulk literally snaps, saves the world, but in the process, right, he damages his arm. Right. Like, it's all messed up. All messed up. It's like, even at the end of Endgame, we see him, he's wearing a cast. Yeah. Professor Hulk's wearing a cast. But the one thing that people forget is that Hulk actually has regenerative, like, abilities, mm-hmm. kind of like Wolverine, but not as quick as Wolverine. Okay. And then, remember, in Shang-Chi, we actually see Bruce Banner again, but this time, he's not as pro- he's not Professor Hulk anymore. Yeah, he's he w- Bruce Banner. He's Bruce. And they created the new, like, IMAX version for home streaming. Mm-hmm. And it, basically what it does is it makes the screen bigger so you could see more of, like, the footage. On Bruce Banner's arm, he's wearing, like, a device now. So the theory is that that device he's wearing actually helps him control when he wants to turn into the Hulk and when he wants to be Bruce Banner. Just by a click of a button, he can switch back and forth. And in the new She-Hulk series, right, in the trailer, we actually see Professor Hulk's back now. Right, he doesn't oh have to rely gosh. on being angry anymore. He can just click a button and just boom. Professor Hulk, boom, Bruce Banner. Okay, that is literally what the Hulk needs. But whenever he needs to Hulk out and like fight Thanos again, he could do it. When I say Thanos again, I'm assuming that Thanos could come back. Not, I know that he died, but he could come back. No, he de- well, multiverse now, he definitely could come back. He is an eternal. If they could bring everybody back who got snapped away in Infinity War, I mean, they could bring back Thanos. Think about it. Because he literally just got snapped away. He'll be back. We saw Thanos' helicopter in Loki's show. He'll be back. Well, it's that time of the episode where we do a segment called Who Started You On? Where I have my girlfriend Leia come on and she tells real-life stories from Reddit. Where we have a story, a real-life story on Reddit where someone talks about their perspective of an issue. Comment below whose side you are on and who you feel is right and who's wrong. Woo! Give it up for Leia. Okay, whose side are you on? Are we on the guy's side or not? Am I wrong for telling a good friend that I'm not comfortable with them being cool with someone who's toxic towards me? In spring 2021, I, 23 male, was introduced to Clara, 22 female, this is a fake name, by a former mutual friend who was playing matchmaker. Clara and I became friends fast. First, we just played online games in Discord, but come summer, we began spending hours together daily IRL. I hate to say it, but we developed a situation ship. Unfortunately, I fell for her just when she got engaged to someone else who she never told me about, up prior to me saying I loved her. I was initially ready to end our friendship there, but Clara convinced me that it could still work. It obviously didn't. Three weeks later, she pinned the blame for her poor mental health on me, thus ending our friendship and any feelings I had. There is more that happened, but I'm not sure if it's relevant to my judgment. Here is where I may have been wrong. Clara and I are both friends with Mark, 19 male, this is another fake name, they met through me. After my friendship with Clara ended, I encouraged Mark to stay friends with her if he wanted to. However, that all changed tonight when I found out that she had removed me from a Discord server, she was spreading lies about me, and sent me a five-paragraph DM accusing me of things I never said or did. At this point, I called Mark, and I told him, I still want to be friends with him, but I'm not comfortable with him being friends with someone who's this toxic towards me. Mark thinks I'm wrong for making him choose between friends. This is the edit. However, I did not intend to give him an ultimatum. I didn't tell him to choose. I said, I'm not comfortable with you being cool with someone who's this spiteful towards me. Mark asked what I wanted him to do, and I told him, do whatever you will with that information. He then said he had to go, and he'd call me back later. 
Am I wrong for telling Mark that I'm not comfortable with him being friends with Clara? Oh, these are <laughs> the ones that get you. Gosh. There's so okay. much to say. There's a lot. Okay. okay. I don't think the guy writing the story is wrong for saying what he said to Mark. Yeah. yeah. He's setting a boundary. Right. Well, he's also like not – he's just saying like, hey, do what you want, but decide. Yeah. He's yeah. not saying like you have to pick. He's saying like, look. I want to be your friend, but I just don't want to be associated with her right now. If I was in the position, I would go talk to the Clara girl and just be like, look, like, let's just try to, like, hash it out as best we can. And then I could at least say I tried, you know? Then I could be like, I tried to squash the beef, and it just didn't work out. And so, Mark, that's why I'm deciding not to associate with her. But Clara did talk bad about the guy and, like, talked behind his back. And I think, like, if you do that, like, that's not cool. It's like, even if you're trying to be friends with somebody, like, and you do that, like, that's not being a friend at all. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right about that. It's definitely not being a friend. If you have a friend that's, like, talking, like, behind your back like that, it's not worth it. It's not even, like, a friend, like you said. Get him out of there. He's literally just giving you his side of the story and telling her, or telling him, I don't want to associate with her. But you can do what you want. Just do as you please. Like, I told you what I, how I felt, and that's it. Right. He's not saying, like, pick. Yeah. It would be wrong if he was saying to pick. If I if I was Mark though, and if I knew that someone was talking behind like another one of my friends' backs, like I don't think I would want to be friends with them anymore because who knows what they're talking about, you know, behind my back. I feel like if if you see someone talking bad about another friend, don't put it past them to talk bad about you like somewhere yeah. down the road. Like hundred yeah. percent. Like if they're casually saying like you saw them be nice to that like their friend like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's cool. They're friends. And then the next week, they're like, gosh, can you believe that person? Yeah. And you're just like, dude, weren't you just like friends with them like last week? Fake. (laughs) Honestly, though, like, right, if someone's your real friend, you could go up to them and just be like, hey, like, this wasn't cool. Yeah. And you can, like, talk it out. Yeah. Hash it out, like, straight up in their face. Right. Be mature about it. Exactly. So I guess we, it's pretty easy here. But these are the tough ones. It is. Because the title of it, right? Is saying what was the title again? The title was kind of like almost saying he was implying that the Mark guy should pick. So the title was, "Am I wrong for telling a good friend that I'm not comfortable with them being cool with someone who's toxic towards me?" Okay, see, the title makes it seem like he's trying to like subliminally say like to pick, but not really. That's something like we don't really get to see in like the stories, like like the the tone of it, the right. tone of how they say things, because that changes everything. So. What's, whose side are you guys on? I'm definitely on the guy who wrote the story. Yeah, I'm definitely on his side. I think Same. he did the right thing. So comment below whose side you're on. Let us, let's get a discussion going. Let's see who's wrong and who's really right. Well, thank you, Leia. <laughs> thank you for telling us another story. Thank you for having me. Woo! Give it up for Leia. Okay, so me and Ryan read the comments, and it seems like you guys really like theories about dreams. Yeah, dreams. I mean, it's... Everybody dreams. I did a theory about the foods you eat can actually determine what kind of dreams you have. They found that if you eat like cheese, right? A little piece of cheese. It doesn't even have to be a lot, just a little bit before you sleep. It'll help you have more peaceful dreams, like really soothing dreams. That's why people drink milk before they go to sleep. So they drink milk, right? And it gives you really happy and exciting dreams. Like it's so weird how like since like milk has like melatonin in it, uh-huh. it helps like with sleep patterns. I mean, even in like the movies, like from like the nineties, like yeah. the kid would always like drink a glass of milk before he goes to sleep. The next one 
is something I totally did not believe in until I heard this. Which one? Okay, so if you eat like chocolate or anything sugary, like ice cream or yeah, anything, th- this is the one that before you mad. sleep, if you eat it before you sleep, you will have a nightmare, because your it's so your mind is so it's struggling to shut down, yeah. So it causes you to have nightmares. When I have bad dreams, I look back at what I did eat, and it's usually from dessert. Right, it's usually like sugary stuff. Right, but then if you eat spicy stuff. Like I, me and Ryan like spicy foods. Like we'll we'll eat a lot of spicy food. Yeah. But when you eat spicy food, it'll actually have you have like make you have like a strange dream. Like every, it's like a hallucinogenic dream. Speaking of hot, if this video gets three thousand likes, we will do the last dab hot one sauce. Oh my gosh! We'll do it on a podcast. 3,000 likes will do it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but a lot of your dreams that you have actually have meaning. This one was a good theory, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like we've always questioned, right, why do we have that dream? Right. Like, what happens? And, like, when we do have those dreams, mm-hmm. what is it trying to tell us? Especially because a lot of people, I feel like, have reoccurring dreams. Like, they have the same dream over and over again. Yeah, I know I do. Yeah. And I don't understand. Like, I, I only have, like, these two different dreams where it always happens, you know? Right. Okay, so I saw a video by Brainy Dose. And they found that when you have, like, that one dream where you're, like, stuck in one spot. And no matter how hard you try, you just can't move. And you're just, like, stuck in this one spot your entire dream. So what that means in real life is there's actually someone or something holding you back from achieving that one goal that you really want. Your brain's in your sleeps telling you, like, hey, like, you're stuck in one spot. Yeah. Like, get out of that situation and start moving. Right. Oh, it's so crazy. When you have a dream of like your friend or your crush, it's actually because the person you're dreaming about, the person you're dreaming about is actually thinking about you because you've built this special connection with each other. It's so crazy, but I think it's like so true. Yeah. Cuz sometimes I'll like think like I'll dream about like a random friend and I'm like, "Whoa, maybe they're actually thinking about me." Okay, but they also found that if you have, like, a dream about swimming, like, you're swimming in the ocean or swimming in a pool, it's actually, like, symbolizing, like, freedom and that you should take, like, that leap of faith that you've been thinking about. Like, say you want to, like, take this one risk that you've been thinking about and you've really been contemplating about. That, that dream sh- symbolizes that you should take that risk. Like, maybe you need to ask out your crush or maybe you need to go pursue streaming on Twitch. It's yeah. basically like saying, go after it, go do your what you want. Chase your dreams. Okay, so we have all had that one dream where we feel like we dream about someone that we don't know at all. We've all had that one dream. Yeah. I mean, 100% where you're like, I've never seen this person in my life. Right. But a study done by Boston University actually found that it's humanly impossible to have a dream about someone you've never seen before. Dude, that's so crazy to think about that you have to have seen them. Right. So they're saying, like, the brain is not strong enough to create a a completely new face in your dreams. Everyone in your dream, you've seen before. So, but your brain is actually so powerful, it will subconsciously remember, like, maybe someone, like, you walked by, and your brain will remember that face. And say, like, if you dream about, for example, like, Chucky, or, like, Michael Myers, or, like, something crazy, like, Darth Vader, right? Obviously, you didn't see them with your, like, human eye in person, right? But you did see a screen. You saw a movie. You saw a video game. And your brain saw it, 
And that's why you dream about it. Right. But see, when you have like those dreams about like the completely random people, like you're like, who was that? It's 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 someone you've definitely seen, someone you've walked by, someone you've seen like on the bus or something. It's always someone you've seen. Dude, that's so weird. It's so crazy to think about. It's crazy that our brains are like can remember that just by like a peripheral vision of like somebody off to the side you you don't even like really pay attention to right but your subconscious brain remembers it all i think we'll never really have a full understanding of how powerful dreams are or like what like what goes on behind them you know how like older generations right they grew up watching black and white tv yeah right us we grew up watching color tv yeah older generations uh-huh they dream in black and white because of that what yeah, they, they tend to have more dreams in black and white than in color because of they, they grew up on black and white TV. Can you imagine having a dream in just all black and white? So now I'm going to talk about some crazy urban legends about these, like, monsters and, like, crazy stuff. So have you heard of the urban legend about the ghost of the Slaughterhouse Canyon? In 1800, there was a family who lived in this canyon in Arizona. Okay. One day, the father goes out to work mm-hmm. and never comes back home. The family, like, started to starve and, like, went crazy so the mom of the family right couldn't stand her kids crying anymore Uh out of like misery right so what she did was she put on her wedding dress she took her kids Uh and threw them into a nearby river shut up the next day after she killed her kids and threw them in the river Uh she died to starvation the urban legend is if you walk down to the canyon Uh to this day at night you can hear the woman the mother crying if you're in arizona don't go down to the canyon there's another urban legend. Okay. Okay. So it's called the Char Man. And it actually happened to take place in California. No. St- the urban legend goes is there's a father and a son who was stuck in a house fire. Their house burned down. It happened like 1948. And, but they got severely burned. After the fire and they got like injured, right? Mm-hmm. The son became mentally unstable and killed his dad. When the police found the son, mm-hmm. he couldn't, like, they couldn't even recognize him because he was so burned up from the fire. What the heck? The cops literally thought he was dead, and the kid just ran off and got away from the police. So the urban legend goes that the char man is the kid that got burned and escaped from the police. Uh-huh. He ran into the woods, and he, like, he goes and like messes with people that are camping and like just hides in the woods. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never going camping after that. This happened in 1948. He's he old. might still be out there, though, but man. That's what, 70, 73? Guys, make sure you comment below what you guys want us to talk about next week. And if you don't want us to talk about Urban Legends, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) They might be a little too free. (laughs) I think it's that time. Welcome to Dumb Ways to Die. Starting off with a good one. All right. So, girl, she had a stressful day at work. She decides to take a bath, light some candles, drink a glass of wine or something, right? She decided she wanted to watch Netflix. On her phone but she had a long day at work her phone's like almost dead so she needs to charge her phone she's in the bathtub so she's like how do i do this yeah right? how do you do that so she got an extension cord balanced the extension cord on my stomach she's just sitting in the bathtub with an extension cord on her stomach uh-huh with her phone plugged in in goes the electrical cord zaps her to death dude what was she thinking you would think if you have an extension cord right you'd leave it outside the bathtub and you just like just stretch it you know what i mean like the extension cord You'll probably be able to have enough cord to, like, plug in. Okay, this next one, though. This lady, right? Uh She was really into, like, reptiles. So what she did is she wanted to get a pet snake. She went to the store a few times. How many snakes do you think she got? One. Two. 140 snakes. What? 
140 snakes. I can't believe the store even let her buy that many. As pets. There's no way you're going to keep track of all of them. She decides to go to sleep, right? But she obviously can't keep track of these dang snakes. Literally wakes up with a bite mark on her arm, but she also wakes up with one around her neck. And it strangles her to death. The snake that strangled her. Eight foot python. I feel like those are illegal to have. That's what I thought. Oh my gosh. She has 140 snakes and an eight foot python is the one that kills her. So this next one. This man was in his apartment building. He was super thirsty, but his apartment building has a vending machine. So he put the money in and this happens to everyone, right? We put the code in and the drink gets stuck. Bang on the thing. He tried to like bang on it and everything. So the guy thought, let me, let me lean it towards me and I'll hold it with my back. And I'll lean the drink to make it fall. Little did he know, these vending machines weigh like a thousand pounds. Yeah, they're heavy. Yeah. Squished like a bug. Oh my gosh. Squished like a bug. All for a Coca-Cola. These stories, man. Dumb ways to die. Dumb ways to die. But guys, if you made it this far in the podcast, we really appreciate you a lot. Uh, If you're new to the channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and hit the like button. Also, comment like you saw throughout the video. Comment what you guys want us to talk about. We will screenshot your ideas and we'll give you credit right above our heads. Uh, So thank you guys so much for all your support. And we'll see you guys next week on Friday and every day on TikTok. We'll see you on the Tiki Talk. Guys, also, if this video gets 2,000 likes, we will get married at McDonald's and we will film it. And if it gets 3,000 likes, we got to do the Hot Ones Challenge. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, okay. Well, if it happens, we'll do it. Uh, Thank you guys again, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. God bless you guys. Love ya.